0: The National Broadcasting Company presents The Big Show, starring the glamorous, unpredictable Tallulah Bankhead. Ah! Ah! For the next hour and 30 minutes, you will be entertained by some of the biggest names in show business.
1: Oh, no, it isn't the breeze.
2: Buck Benny, it's a two-fisted, quick-triggered marksman who shoots from the hip and never misses. Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to The Big Show. We have a truly big show for you today with Marlene Dietrich on it, as well as Victor Borga. And Victor Borga is going to do his famous phonetic punctuation skit that he does for decades and decades and decades. And it's neat to hear this early version of it. Uh, also, we have Rosemary Clooney is singing for us. So there's just going to be a lot of variety on this show, and we'll have a great time. So I hope you're going to enjoy it, and we'll see you next time.
0: The National Broadcasting Company presents The Big Show, the first half hour presented by the makers of Reynolds Aluminum, the Reynolds Metals Company, and starring the glamorous, unpredictable Tallulah Bankhead. (laughs) For the next hour and 30 minutes, you will be entertained by some of the biggest names in show business. Such bright stars
3: as Victor Forger,
4: Rosemary Clooney,
3: Marlena Dietrich, Paul Douglas, Cliff Hall, Jack Pearl,
4: Earl Wright,
5: Meredith Wilson, and my name, darlings, is Tallulah Bankhead. <laughs> Darling, spring is officially here. It arrived in New York last Thursday night. Took one look around and left for Florida. (laughs) Well, I guess I must have spring fever. Well, everybody has it. Only this year, they call it virus. I thought I was getting it the other day and I looked at my thermometer. Just lying there, it was 104. (laughs) Well, the first thing I do every spring is to order myself a beautiful new spring outfit. You should see the one I'm getting this year, darlings. It's a heavenly blue silk, bordered with the most exquisite, delicate beading, and the most divine sheer lace paneling, and the lowest back you ever saw. It's gonna be the most gorgeous pair of slacks I've ever had. (laughs) Oh, but spring means something different to everyone, I suppose. I think of spring on the old plantation, walking under the magnolia trees. Now let's see our darling sponsor find aluminum in that picture.
6: You can't, Miss Bankhead, and that's just the point. The old plantation days were picturesque, but the one bright part lacking in the picture is aluminum. There was no aluminum produced then. Today, all over America, farm buildings and factories are bright with Reynolds Lifetime Aluminum Roofing and Siding, the rust-proof metal that defies time and elements, the metal that reflects heat, So buildings are cooler in summer, warmer in winter. And what made this widespread use possible? Competition. The competition that Reynolds started in 1940. Competition that pushes production way up. So aluminum is today the only basic metal six times as plentiful as before World War II. Now it's the age of aluminum. Reynolds' aluminum.
5: Well, darlings, we have so much talent on the stage this week that I'm sure before the hour and a half is over, with everyone trying to show off his particular talents, this is going to develop into a rat race. So I thought before we go into the show, you'd like to meet some of our mice. I mean, I could. <laughs> They'll give you a short biography of their background. First, there's uh, Victor Borger.
7: Borger Victor, piano player. My parents were disappointed when I arrived. They expected a player piano (laughs) I was born in Copenhagen, Denmark That's in Europe You go to England and make a left turn (laughs) As a child, I was very young And very poor My music teacher lived in Holland And every day I had to walk from Copenhagen, Denmark To Amsterdam, Holland (laughs) But it wasn't too bad I found a shortcut The Holland Tunnel I have played all over the world Piano, of course
4: Uh,
7: In Oslo, Rome, Paris, and Kew Gardens My longest engagement was in Havana, Cuba Where I played for two weeks Or six presidents
5: Oh, yes, Havana They just had a revolution down there People ran through the streets Shouting the battle cry of liberty Cuba Libra <laughs> All right uh, How about you, Rosemary Clooney? Clooney,
8: Rosemary I'm a newcomer to show business And although I am a young singer I like to go out with an older crowd But tonight I'm really overdoing it <laughs> I got my first break singing Come on to my, my house My house to come on I didn't make much money on the record But made a big profit out of the apple A plum and a pomegranate too <laughs>
5: Well, honey child, I only hope you do as well with come on to my house as I've done.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, let me see. Who's next? How about you, Paul Douglas? Douglas Paul. Real name, Paul Douglas. Also known as Kirk Douglas, Melvin Douglas, and as a child, Douglas Fairbanks Jr. (laughs) I'm happy to be on the big show today because Tallulah Bankhead is glamorous. Tallulah Bankhead is kind. Tallulah Bankhead is beautiful. Tallulah Bankhead is talented. This is a paid political advertisement. <laughs> and in no way reflects the opinion of the speaker. My career parallels that of Tallulah Bankheads. I, too, started in radio as a deep-voiced announcer. On Broadway, I created the male lead in Born Yesterday. When they made the picture, they hired somebody else to play my part. This also parallels the career of Tallulah Bankhead. <laughs>
5: How do you like that? She even played the male lead in Born Yesterday. <laughs> well, now, let's see what Jack Pearl, the baron, can come up with. His friend and interpreter, Cliff Hall, will help him. But uh, What is it, Cliff?
3: What, what
9: is it she wants to know?
3: Well, she wants you to tell the story of your life. She gave you this form to fill out. Me? Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you laughing at?
9: <laughs> I was just thinking. Yeah? Why doesn't she ask Marlene Dietrich? She fills out a form better than anybody else no. <laughs> Well, no,
3: Baron She wants you to fill out a questionnaire about your past How you got started What you've been doing And how much money you've made
9: Oh, I see <laughs> she is newborn Morris No
5: <laughs>
1: All right,
5: Baron Step down Next witness I mean, next actor How about you, Earl Wrightson?
4: Wrightson Earl, singer Studied in Baltimore Came to New York from Baltimore Highly recommended as a talented Baltimorean. For, for my first public appearance, I sang at Yankee Stadium But nobody heard me There was a baseball game going on at the time I am happy to be on the big show today with Tallulah Bankhead Because Marlena Dietrich is kind Marlena Dietrich is beautiful Marlena Dietrich is talented This is a political advertisement paid for out of my own pocket and will be well worth it, I hope.
5: Ha, 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 that is rich. (laughs) And I can even get richer by striking Earl. Well, maybe we ought to hear a brief biography about Meredith Wilson. And I hope it doesn't turn out to be One of those nauseating, revolting little stories Uh, Well, sir, Miss
6: Bankhead
3: Uh, Wilson Meredith, Musician, humorist, composer, conductor, author And in my spare time, sick in bed I am 42 years old Two years ago, when I started on the big show with Tallulah, I was 34. (laughs) I'm happy to be on the big show today with Tallulah because Petrillo is kind. Petrillo is talented. Petrillo is beautiful. This is a political advertisement in lieu of my dues for the next quarter. Yokel 802.
5: Well, I've been holding this off as long as possible, but I guess I'll have to do it. She's always tough competition on this show, but all right, you're next. Marlena Dietrich.
10: Dietrich, we real name, Greater Garbo. (laughs) I changed it to Marlena Dietrich, because how far can you get with a name like Garbo? (laughs) As a child I was sickly and scrawny But today I'm in good shape (laughs) My first professional job was as a model But I could only make a bare living (laughs) Then I came to Hollywood and made pictures In which I was always the siren, the dangerous woman My ambition is to make a picture just once Where I'm a simple housewife And my husband is in love with me because I'm a good cook (laughs) He loves me for my cheesecake
5: Marlena Dietrich Take away that face And that figure And what have you got (laughs) Yogi Berra (laughs) Well Now that you've heard How great All these people are Let's see what they can do Rosemary Clooney For instance How about a song darling How about your new Big hit record Tenderly Melody If you please
8: trees embrace the breeze I can't forget how two hearts melt breathlessly. By me tenderly, I can't forget how two hearts met breathlessly. Your
1: arms opened wide
8: and closed. You took my lips, you took my love. So tell.
5: Wonderful Rosemary, beautifully sung. Come here, baby doll. Uh, what did I hear about your going to Hollywood to make a picture? Well, yes. Oh, you'll love it out there, Rosemary, darling. I was out there, you know. I made a picture, Lifeboat. Have you seen it? Well, I... Oh, well, you should see it, darling. It's an object lesson acting. If you can't find where it's playing, you can come to my house. I show it every Sunday night. Well, well, what I... show could you make? I mean, there's an 8.30 and a 10.30. There's a stage show with the 10.30. Have you ever heard I'll Be Seeing You? Well, I... I oh, have... it's a divine song, darling. I recorded, you know. And it's still selling, you know. Why, only last week I sold one. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you sell many records that come on on my house? Well, don't Let... worry, darling. I mean, first <laughs> records are hard to sell, especially... I mean, once you get out to Hollywood and make a picture, you'll get a reputation. I did, but it didn't bother me. <laughs> I just went right ahead And you will too, darling Well, it's been nice uh, chatting with you, Rosemary I've enjoyed it so much uh, <laughs> Me too
8: You'll forgive me, won't you, Tallulah For shooting off my big mouth
1: <laughs> oh, of
8: course,
5: darling I'm never ashamed to listen That's the only way you can learn For instance, I'm going to learn something from Bert Carlin Who has something to say About the new 1952 automobiles Introduced in recent weeks I wish somebody would introduce the new 1952 Tallulah with high-grammatic rise.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Why, Miss Bankhead, we're very glad to present you every week. But today's new cars teach a special lesson about Reynolds Aluminum. You see, the present restrictions on aluminum due to military demand came about just when the automotive industry was turning more and more to the modern metal, to light, strong, rust-proof Reynolds Aluminum that makes a car safer, more efficient, more economical. Even with today's restrictions, a composite of the new cars would show a surprising amount of aluminum. Cylinder heads, pistons, oil pumps, brake discs, automatic transmissions, window frames, besides the bright aluminum trim, the scuff plates, the dash panel. And of course, advanced experimental models are almost all aluminum. The cars that will come when our expanding aluminum industry will have filled all military needs with plenty to spare. As one of America's major producers of aluminum, the Reynolds Metals Company salutes our great automotive industry that always looks far ahead to build better cars for you.
5: Well, darlings, it's always a pleasure to welcome back to this show two very good friends of ours. They have given us laughs for many, many years, and so we call to the microphone now the famous
3: baron Jack Pearl and Cliff Hall.
5: (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, well,
9: Charlie, of How are you? My I'm so Say, glad Hey, wait a minute, have you been on another trip again? I haven't seen you in a long time I've just come back from Africa <laughs> Africa? I huh? was in Africa Well, isn't that wonderful? Yeah, but coming back, I had an awful thing happen to me on the shift Why, did you have a rough trip? Oh, what a storm we had Really? Waves, I never saw such waves 250 feet in the air, the oh, waves mountainous went mountainous waves, huh? Uh, not just one wave went 400 feet in the air and stayed there <laughs>
3: yeah, Wait a minute, give you wait a minute
9: A wave went up there 400 feet and stayed there? <laughs> Was a permanent wave Oh, a permanent wave, wave. <laughs> and, and, I understand and Then another wave came And washed me overboard Oversight? Yeah, oversight And the next thing I knew I was lying on the bottom of the ocean Oh, well, you as, can
3: even do that underwater, Yeah
9: huh? So as I was <laughs> Do you carry insurance?
3: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> why?
9: You're a bad risk, oh. you know? That? <laughs> Go on with your story. Well, you see, then I was walking under the bottom of the ocean. On the bottom of when, right. when it started to rain. Oh, it did? It? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I went and got my umbrella. It, well, well, wait Well, As wait I minute. was coming from...
3: <laughs> Where'd you get an umbrella down there?
9: <laughs> from Davy Jones' locker. Oh, I never oh, thought of that. <laughs> so, so I went there, and the, a the chambermaid came over to me. A what? A chambermaid. What? She wait was the a
3: Wait What was a chambermaid doing on the bottom of the ocean? <laughs>
9: Making up the oyster beds well, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, did she, what did she use for linen? I told you it was raining That's right <laughs> The water came down in sheets Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> all right
1: so the next thing you know <laughs> Listen,
9: you got to hear the story The next thing you know I was, I was swimming yeah. And I come to the top of the ocean uh-huh. And when I was swimming on the top who do you think I met some halibuts? You, wait, wait, I met just, a school of halibuts. No, oh, on no, the, now,
3: wait a minute, wait a minute. Now I've got you now. What? Right. Everybody knows that halibut is the bottom of the
9: ocean fish. What was the school doing on top? <laughs> it was a high school. Oh, a yeah. high school. <laughs> it was a high school. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, then I was swimming when I swim. Yeah. And who do you think I meet in the middle of the ocean?
3: I haven't the least idea. Who did you meet? <laughs> <laughs>
9: My Aunt Sophie. Aunt Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your Aunt Sophie doing in the middle of the ocean? Lighthouse keeping. Yeah, all right. <laughs> 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 was, fact, you, you said you were in Africa. Yeah. What were you doing in Africa? I was I was hunting for wild animals for my circus. Oh, you have a circus? Oh, I got the biggest, uh, greatest show in the world. Oh, you mean the greatest show on earth? Yeah, I got the greatest show. You don't mean that, do you really? Why? Because the greatest
3: show on earth is coming to Madison Square Garden next month, in April.
9: You called that a show? Yeah. <laughs> It's a peep show. Oh, oh, oh. I got the you, biggest show you have in the a bigger one. Yes. Huh? Bigger I got show. 85 ringmasters I have. 85 ringmasters. 112 crepizas. Uh, uh, <laughs> and 1,500 acrobats I have. Wait a minute,
3: 1,500 what?
9: Akrobats? No, no, not acrobats. Acrobat. Akrobats. No, it's not ak. It's ak, 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 ak. <laughs> Are you a uh, uh, machine gun? What <laughs> <are you>? <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind that. Have you <laughs> what else have you in Well, I got, uh, I got a thousand clowns. A thousand clowns? One thousand clowns. Good I clowns? Good, the best clowns in the world.
3: Well, you know, a good clown has to be silly, foolish, and at times act like an idiot. <laughs>
9: Are you looking for a job? No. A job? no. <laughs> how,
3: how about equestrians? Have you got any of those?
9: No, no. I I, I only have two wirewalkers. Wirewalkers. I don't know whether they're equestrians or Czechoslovakians. No, I no. don't know what. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. No. Equestrians. Trick riders. Oh, oh! I got the most wonderful bareback rider in the whole world. Wonderful bareback. Ah, oh, God! And he may see things. Listen, she she rides in like a lady go up
3: <laughs> Like a lady go up. I, uh,
9: I'm all mixed up I mean a lady go diver Oh lady go diver She is the most beautiful Does she, uh, does she ride a white horse? Uh, you see Oh she's got a figure And a face Every night I watch her She no, is the most beautiful mind. thing Do, Does she ride a white horse? I don't, to this day I don't know if it's a white horse Or a bicycle <laughs> <laughs> She
1: is the most
9: Have you got any wild animals In your second? Wild animals? Yeah I have one animal That is 22 feet high What kind of an animal? It's an ant a what? Ant. i got the biggest ant in the whole world. <laughs> You've got an ant? I, 22 I, feet high? I mean, an elephant. What oh, I'm an saying, elephant. Yeah. i got an elephant. You know, one day, this is a true story. I must tell you this. <laughs> Go <ahead>. This is... <laughs> one day, a man was feeding the elephant the peanuts. Yeah. And he put a little... Sh- Snuff on the peanut when he gave it to the elephant. Why, oh, I see. Snuff on the peanut. <laughs> the elephant sneezed? Sneezed so hard we had to throw the man alive for zero. Oh, when <laughs> we that. saw I could stop him, the elephant kicked the man. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. Was he injured in the fracas? So when we got back from the... <laughs> what
3: I say, was the man injured in the fracas? <laughs>
9: So we got a hold of the Why, animals, don't, and <laughs> and this Why he, don't you answer my question? Was the man injured in the freak? No, no, that's not nice. What? <laughs> I don't like
3: that. Now, you, you hear that? You
9: don't like what? Now, never mind. I know what that oh, is. Oh, you know now, that's is. about the farmer's daughter. No. Now, I don't oh. like that. <laughs> Listen, look, look the trouble with you is you don't understand English. Who doesn't understand? You don't. I'm in this country over 22 years in this country. 22 years? In this country. you never know it. No <laughs> A lot of people Take me for America Yeah I'm oh. sure.
1: <laughs> you know, Look
9: all I want to find out Was where, where the man was injured Where the man was hurt Oh he uh, Where the elephant kicked Where the, the elephant kick? Between them? the main entrance And the box office Oh You know something The yeah. man grabbed a hold of a stick Yeah And he, he, he was He yelled at the elephant He yelled at the elephant He, he said What if did I, he yell He, I he said If I know which end Your face was on I'd break your jaw He <laughs> said <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, All right let, Let's forget all about it How about your trip to Africa Let's get back to that Well I, I went there for the wild animals. You did, huh? Oh, but the hotel I was stopping at was so cold. It was cold. Oh, I shook and shivered all night. Did your teeth chatter? You see, we must live in... I didn't understand. What? <laughs> I said, did your teeth chatter? Oh, no. <laughs> we don't sleep together. No. <laughs> no, no. No, no.
3: Well, did you get any wild animals?
9: Listen, I'm, while I was hunting, yeah. 16 wild leopards was to me. Really? 16 uh, wild leopards? Yeah. There was eight on one side and eight on the other side. That's 16, that's yeah. right. You know what I did? <laughs> yeah, what you, did you never guess. What? I took out my, my trusty uh, bean shooter. Your trusty what? Uh, what do you call it? The uh, pea shooter? Pea shooter. A
3: pea shooter with a leopard. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah right. and this is so
9: two well <laughs> Took <laughs> out my trusty pea shooter, took one deep breath, yeah. and killed the 16 leopards. Oh,
3: now, wait, wait, wait. wait. Just, like, just a moment. Let me understand you. If there were eight leopards on one side, he had eight leopards on the other. How could you kill them all with one blow of the pea shooter?
9: (laughs) I was shooting split peas. Oh, (laughs) Alex.
5: Thank you, Jack Pearl. He's always one of the most hilarious castmen on the stage today. And also I thank to Cliff Charlie Hall. Now we have another fine singer on our program this week. He was here a few months ago and he tore the place down with his thrilling baritone voice. Well, we built the place up again for a return visit of Earl Wrightson. And tonight he's going to give us the exciting George Gershwin classic from Pork and Bess, It Ain't Necessarily So. Meredith, if you please. <laughs>
11: Necessarily so It ain't necessarily so They tell all you chillin' the devil's a villain But ain't necessarily so little David was small but oh my little David was small but oh my he fought big Goliath, who lay down and dieth. Little David was small, but oh my. Waddu, the way For he made his home In that fish's abdomen Oh Jonah He lived in the way. Little Moses was found In a stream Little Moses was found In a stream He floated on water Till old Pharaoh's daughter She fished him <laughs> She says from that stream To get in the heaven Don't snap for a seven flip clean Don't have no fault Oh, I takes that fable Whenever I'm able But with a grain of salt Now Methuselah lived 900 years Methuselah lived nine hundred years ah, but who calls that living when no one'll give in to no one what's nine hundred years I'm preaching this sermon to show, to show you that Inessa 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 Inessa
5: <laughs> bravo, bravo, darling! Magnificently sung. Come over here, will you?
4: Yes, a
5: uh, Last week on our show we had Frank Sinatra. H- have you heard of him, darling? Well, anyway, he sang a duet
4: with me Well, Frankie always did live dangerously <laughs>
5: <laughs> Well, of course, darling, just living is dangerous for him <laughs> But what I'm getting at is That if I can sing a duet with Sinatra I'm sure something can be worked out with you
4: You mean you want me to sing a duet with Sinatra? Uh,
5: yeah, uh, no, I mean, I, I, I mean, I want you and I, I mean, you and I sing a duet
4: Oh, I'm sorry, to I've already rehearsed a duet with Rosemary Clooney For later in the show I see Oh, I'll be glad to sing one with you the next time I'm on the show,
5: though What next time?
4: (laughs) You mean if I don't sing a duet with you, I'll never be on the show again? No,
5: no, darling, I didn't say that at all You said it, I didn't (laughs) And to show you there's no hard feelings I wish you all the luck in the world on The Danny Kay Show
4: But Danny Kaye has no show. that's right, darling.
5: (laughs) (laughs) While you're thinking it over, here's the spokesman for the darling Reynolds Metals Company waving a magazine, working your way through college, young man.
6: No, Miss Bankhead, we just want to call everybody's attention to an article in the April issue of Reader's Digest, now at your newsstand. A few weeks ago, we spoke of Jamaica and the West Indies and of the important deposits of bauxite that the Reynolds Metals Company is developing on that sunny, pleasure island. Bauxite, the ore from which aluminum is made. This article tells you a lot more about Jamaica. You'll want to read it entitled Put and Take in Jamaica on page 99 in the April Reader's Digest. Remember, bauxite from Jamaica will mean more and more aluminum for defense needs first and then for all your civilian needs. From the expanding facilities of the Reynolds Metals Company, pioneers of progress through aluminum.
5: We'll be back in just a moment, darlings, with Act Two, with Marlene Dietrich and Paul Douglas, and the rest of our stars. Now, don't go away. I just want to ring my chimes. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.
0: This is The Big Show, Act Two, and here once again is Tallulah Bankhead.
5: Well, darlings, we have still another singer on our program this week. I refer, of course, to that quiet bit of dynamite sitting over there named Marlena Dietrich. Oh, Miss Dietrich has appeared in some of the smartest nightclubs in town. As a matter of fact, she appeared in one last night until four this morning. I saw her coming out as I was going in. <laughs> so, here is Miss Dietrich, now to sing what up to tonight was a very beautiful song. No Love and No Nothing. And Meredith, would you escort Miss Dietrich, if you please?
10: No love, no nothing. Until my baby comes home No sir, no nothing As long as baby may roll I promised him to wait for him Till even Hades froze I'm lonesome, heaven knows But what I said still goes No love, no nothing And that's a promise I'll keep No fun with no
1: one
10: I'm getting plenty of sleep My heart's on strike And though it's like an empty honeycomb No, sir, no love, no nothing Till my baby comes home No love, no nothing Until my baby comes home No, sir, no nothing As long as baby may roam I promised him To wait for him Till even Hades
1: froze
10: I'm lonesome, heaven knows But what I said still goes No love, no nothing And that's a promise I'll keep No fun With no one
1: I'm getting plenty of sleep My
10: heart's on strike And though it's like An empty honeycomb No love, no service No baby, no sleep No rest until my baby comes home Oh, why don't you come home, baby?
5: Thank you, Vaughn Monroe
1: (laughs) Tell me, Marlena,
5: who was that divine man you were at the club with last night? Oh, a friend Well, the way he was acting, darling, I knew he wasn't an enemy (laughs) Why didn't you introduce me? That's the way I got him That was quite a man you were with, Tallulah Oh, him Well, it was one of the funniest things, darling Before I came to the club, I was at a party And it was so awfully dull I felt as if I needed a pick-me-up And he did? (laughs) He did not pick me up. I've known him for years, my dear. He comes from Oklahoma. Texas. Oh, yes. Thank you, darling. Of course, Texas. He comes from Texas. He has a big cattle ranch out there. Oil wells? Oh, yes. He he has an old oil well of mine. I mean, he's an old oil friend of mine. Oh, I mean, he's an old friend of mine. Jim and I have been friends for many years. Tom. Oh, yes, of course, Tom. Well, anyway, Tom and I have been friends for... wait a minute. So you're the important business he suddenly told me he had to attend to at 4 in the morning.
10: 4.30.
5: (laughs) Well, I thought it was peculiar when he suddenly said he had some business to attend to at the YWCA. (laughs) And like a fool, I believed him when he said the YWCA was the Young Western Cowboy Association. (laughs) Marlena, would you do me a favor and stay out on the West Coast? The East Coast is my territory
10: The entire East Coast?
5: Yes, yes. darling, since I saw you last, I've spread out <laughs> You said it, Tolula.
10: I didn't <laughs>
5: <laughs> Fine friend you are, see me with the man, you take him away It was all a mistake, Tulula. When Tom called me, I heard a man's
10: voice, and I figured it was you, so I told him to come over.
1: <laughs>
5: Look who's talking about a low voice. Compared to you, I'm a tenor.
10: I sing a little tenor myself. I sing a little baritone.
5: I also sing a little bass. Merry. that's the cue for a song. Sing a little tenor, sing a little baritone, also sing a little bass. The things I have to let people say about me just to get them to sing one miserable duet with me.
1: <laughs> sing, sing, sing a little tunnel, sing, sing a little baritone, also sing a little bass.
5: I have a most peculiar
10: voice
1: Full of charm and grace
10: You can have your pericom Or your Sinatra in your Bing, But they can't take my place We sing Sing a little little tenor tenor, Sing sing a little baritone baritone.
5: Also sing a little Now, darlings, it's uh, curtain time on the big show, and our play this week has as its star that versatile and distinguished performer, Mr. Paul Douglas. Paul will soon be seen in RKO's Clash by Night, produced by Walden Krasner. Now, for our story, if you have a nicely developed taste for the strange and unusual, you will regard this one as a collector's item. In any event, we think you will not soon forget this odd little tale. And so we present Mr. Paul Douglas playing the role of Michael Finney and John Richard Humphreys, Michael Finney, and the Little Men. <laughs> the scene, a small hunting lodge on the edge of a lake in midwinter.
3: Sounds mean out there, doesn't it, Mike? Think the snowstorm will last? Well, about three days. <laughs> Looks like we're going to be snowed in, Shum. You better toss that timetable on the fire and relax. You're <laughs> going to have to shack up here with me. It uh, could last a week, And Okay, Mike. Uh, maybe I can talk you into coming back to your old job on the newspaper.
6: No, right?
3: no, no. And you haven't been kidding me any either, Henry. That's really why you came up here. You never cared a thing about honey. Hmm? Could be. I still need a good city ed- editor. Ah, uh, no dice. I'm staying here. Until? Skip it. You want to play some blackjack?
6: No, I'd rather sit here by the fire and listen to you tell me the score.
3: Just your nose for news, eh? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have been talking to a couple of characters in town like, say, Claude Conroy. Mm, I might have. Let's see, uh, Conroy, he's the guy who runs the
6: fish hatchery, isn't he? Yeah. Did uh, Conroy open up? No, not exactly. Just said something had gotten into you. Sort of hinted that something had happened to both of you. Then he... Then he clammed up.
3: Yeah, they, they don't talk much around here to strangers. Come on, Mike. Get it off your chest. What are you running away from? I'm not running away. I, I'm waiting. Waiting for Nick Deering to come back. All right, Henry, maybe I do owe you an explanation. You're going to get it, but if you laugh at me, if you don't believe every word I'm going to tell you... Uh, I'll lock up the bourbon and you'll sweat out the rest of the week on old magazines and prune juice. You know, I've been coming up here summers ever since I was a kid. Neg Deering and I grew up together. He has a place on the other side of the lake. One night, I was out on the lake setting lines when a squall broke. Neg's place was nearest, so I rode up to his dock and walked up to the house. I looked in the window to see if he was home. He was all right, and he was sitting in a chair, tinkering with a homemade diving helmet. Mike, you scared me out of my wits. Where did you come from? What's the matter, Neg? You got something on your conscience? Why? Well, You you look scared. What's that thing for? You found sunken treasure in the lake? Mike, I'm glad you're here. I can't take any more of this. Not by myself. Well, how about a drink, or, uh, or have you slopped it all up? Oh, sure, sure. No, stay away from the cupboard. I'll get it. First, we got to get some water. Yeah, well, the pump house is right outside, isn't it? No, no, the pump's broken. I got to get it fixed. Look, boy, something's screwy around here. Come on, what's eating you? Mike, Mike, you got to swear you won't tell anybody. I'll swear to anything, including to an affidavit that you've blown your town. No, no, Mike, listen. I've got to keep the pump house locked because there's a great treasure hidden under the water pit. Oh, you're telling me that there's water enough under that pump for you to use a diving helmet? Yes, that's what I'm telling you. Look, Finney, we'll get this gold together. Share and share alike. Oh, brother. You've been living alone too long. Gold yet. (laughs) What's that? All right. You don't believe me, I'll show you what it is. In the cupboard? In the cupboard. Neg, what is it? What is that thing in the glass jar? Get away from it. Don't touch it. Oh, now, now, you believe me? Come on, Neg, talk. Where did you get that, that monster? Monster, huh? It's a little man, isn't it? A little man with
7: hands and feet and a face. Look at the gills on the side of its neck. Look at its fangs. Get away from it.
3: Lord, how it hates me. Shut the door. Shut those cupboard
1: doors.
3: So, you can't take it either. Now you believe me, Finney? Where? Where did you get that thing, Meg? I was going fishing this morning. I was out at the pump house. I propped a fish pole up near the pump. I must have already put a worm on it. I turned away for some reason, and the line with the hook must have dropped between the boards, and the bait went down into the water. No. No, you didn't catch that. That thing in the pump house? Yeah, I, I saw the line jerk, and then I remember I just sort of held on. Well, what could a fish be doing in the water under the pump? Then I I reeled in, and there he was, standing on the board, jerking, trying to get the hook out of his mouth. But I almost fainted. I got down and looked into the water. It was roiled white, and there was blood on the surface. But Finney... The water was full of them. I took the one I hooked and put him in the cupboard. Meg. Meg, let's take a look at that pump house. I don't even like to go out here, Mike. I'm scared of the place, but I guess it'll be all right at night. They seem to stay down in their hole when it's night. You saw the teeth they have? Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw. That's why I keep the one in the cupboard locked up. I've been afraid that one of these days he'd get out and go looking for me. They can breathe air, Finney, just like you and me. Open up. Let me look at the pump. Okay, it's open. Come on. Quiet now. Kneel down here. You ready? Yeah.
6: I'll snap on the flashlight.
3: There! There, did you see him? You see his face? I saw something, Meg. I don't know what. I... I got an idea. What are you doing with that pole? Trying something. Let me poke this down in the water here. You better take it easy. Hey! Get the pole. It's gone under. Something pulled it out of my hands. Yeah, and it won't come back. The pole won't. Yeah, I tried this morning. They pulled it away. Wait, wait. How deep down does this pump go? About 100 feet. That's why I want to go down there. You see now? Mike, Mike, this is a great discovery. Those are men down there, a race of people, a lost race of humans. D- did you ever read about Atlantis? Yeah, yeah, sure, but... Meg, things like this don't happen. No, this happened all right. There's a whole country down there, and it must have air because they got noses and mouths and ears. I'm going down there, Finney. I'll get down with the diving helmet I made. No, 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 better wait. No, I'm scared all right, but I gotta go down there. I got the rope, good strong stuff coiled outside. I'll get the helmet, and I'll go down right now. No, hold it, hold it. Look, kid, I, I got an idea. What? Well, I'll go into town and get Conroy. Yeah, Conroy. He's the fish expert. Now, maybe these are just oh, rare fish. Neg, don't go down there until I come back, okay? You, you really believe they're fish? I don't know what to believe, but let me get Conroy. Let's be sure, Neg. Okay, Mike, if that's the way you want it. Yeah, yeah, that's the way I want it. Hold everything, Neg, will you? We'll be right back, Conroy and me.
4: Be right back! Oh, wait a minute, Finney. You wake a man up in the middle of the night and hit him with an outlandish story like this. Who ever heard of fish having arms and legs?
3: Hurry up and dress, Conroy. I'm not kidding. Three in the morning? I want to know one thing. Do we humans have the remnants of what used to be gills in our bodies? Yes, yes, but dang it, man, this is complete lunacy. Never mind, you'll see for yourself, but I I hope for all our sakes they're fish. Now, let's go. (laughs)
4: Gone. He's gone. The helmet's gone. He's. I'm telling you, Finny, this sure better not be some joke you two guys are pulling. Well, look, look, there. What? What's the matter? Water on the floor. Glass.
3: The glass jar broken. The, the thing has gone too. Come on, Conroy. The pump house. <laughs> He's down there, Conroy. Lend a hand, will you, with this rope to the diving helmet? We'll haul him up. it
4: has been cut. Yeah. Now, who would cut a rope down there?
3: Not Neg. No. Hand me that pole. What are, you, what are you trying to do? He's down there. I don't know if we can reach him, but we've got to. This thing is more than 100 feet deep, and he... Something wrong? Look. Mud. Look, the pole only goes down three feet. They've got him, and they've caved in the well. Mike... You wouldn't kid me. No, I wouldn't, Conroy. No, but Neg. I don't know about Neg. You'll have to ask him when he comes back. You'll have to ask Neg, Conroy.
6: A year now you've been waiting for Neg, huh, Mike?
3: Yeah. Yeah, over a year, Henry. I gotta go on waiting here, you see. I know, as sure as God made little green apples, that Neg Deering will come digging his way back. And when he does, the world is going to open its ears to one of the strangest stories it's ever heard. So you see, Henry, that's what I'm doing up here. Waiting for Neg. (laughs)
5: Paul Douglas, for a stirring performance. Also bow to your fine supporting players, Martin Blaine, Vinton Hayworth, and Jack Manning. Paul, darling, you've turned out to be quite a talented actor. Yeah?
3: So why didn't I win an Academy Award last week?
5: <laughs> oh, I heard
3: you on the radio
5: the other night announcing the awards. How was the Academy Award dinner this year, Paul?
3: Well, it wasn't bad. The ham was a little burnt. <coughs> Especially those who didn't win any awards.
9: You
5: know, darling, I've made several pictures and I never won an Academy Award. You know I have provoked. I mean, I am provoked with Hollywood. Make up your mind. My fault not to
9: sit there. <laughs> Take a choice. Well, okay, <laughs> darling.
5: You know where all the stars have their imprints and the feet? I mean, the uh, yes, it says. No, in the cement outside Grandma's Chinese Theater, Chaplin's feet, Durante's nose, Gable's ears, Dietrich's legs. They never asked me... And now, no matter how much they beg me to make an imprint in the cement, I will not sit still for it. Well,
1: (laughs) that's
3: uh, one way to make an impression. What? I mean by refusing to do it. It's always wise to say no first, you know. that's, That's a good philosophy in everything.
5: Not everything, darling Oh, are getting back to Hollywood I never did understand the attitude out there Well, Lula I think you're a little bitter about Hollywood Bitter? Why, Marlena, how can you say that? Oh, by the way, darling, I want you to meet Paul Douglas
3: Hello, baby Did you get home all right the other night, honey?
5: Paul, may I present my lady Dietrich? Oh, I got home safely, Paul Miss Dietrich, Mr. Douglas
3: I'm sorry I had to put you in a taxi But, you know, it was rather late
5: Oh, you got that
10: wrong, dear I put you in a taxi (laughs) Mr. Douglas, Miss Dietrich How long are you going to stay in town, Poopsie? Mm, About another week, sweet
3: (laughs) stuff Mr. Poopsie, Miss Sweet Stuff Tallulah, Tallulah, I beg your pardon Darling, have you met Marlena Dietrich? Don't give me any of that stuff
5: I knew her when she was (laughs) Anna And I knew you when you were Broderick Crawford So don't let's have any more of that
3: Very well, Miss Davis
5: (laughs) We were talking about Academy Awards And i was saying I never won any Well, neither have I And look at the wonderful pictures
10: I've made Destry Wives again.
3: Now how about my pictures? Letter to Three Wives. Well, how about
10: mine, Life Book? And I made The Blue Angel. And
3: I was in 14 Hours.
10: <laughs> and I made Royal Scandal. And I was in Foreign Affair.
3: And another picture I made, Everybody Does It.
5: And uh, Life Book. <laughs> and Garden of Allah.
3: And Panic in the Streets.
5: And uh, Life Book.
3: <laughs> Tallulah, looks like you only made a double feature.
5: <laughs> yeah? You know that little sample of your acting you just gave us. Well, let me show you my version of how that dramatic sequence ought to go. Your story had no finish, darling. We'll take it up where you left off. Marlena, let's us show Paul Douglas what happened to Ney. The scene is the well underneath the pump house. Lights, action, no camera, roll them! This is for the Academy Award, Meredith Mood
1: Music. (laughs) Mm. 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 Mm.
5: Mm. Mm. Brenda? Yes, Cobina? (laughs) As long as you were up there in that little glass jar Why did you only bring back one man? Couldn't you have brought back that other one, that uh, Mike? Oh, he was too clever for me He wasn't born yesterday (laughs) Not in the picture version anyway
10: What good would he be anyway? He saw me in that glass jar Took a good look at me And said I looked like a little man
5: well, now come to think of it, Brenda. Oh, huh? shut your gills.
1: <laughs> well,
5: as long as you only brought back one, a neg
10: belongs to me. Yeah? Maybe we better let neg decide that. Neg, darling?
7: Yes, monster. Deciding <laughs> I mean, master, I'm sorry.
10: Kiss me, Neg. Neg, put your arms around me, Neg. Neg, hold me close, darling Kiss me, Neg
7: Ah, Neg, 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 all day long (laughs) And I love it
5: Neg, why don't you go up and bring your friend Mike down here, huh?
7: Why should I? Let him find his own Atlantis
5: But he's waiting up there for you
7: let him wait, the meter isn't running (laughs) Huh? Wait a minute, I hear somebody up there at the well Maybe it's mice That's Mike Oh, it's okay, I'm sorry
3: Meg, <laughs> hey, Meg, hey, are you down there? Yeah, Mike, I'm here Well, come on up, what are you doing down there? I'm very busy <laughs> Doing what? Don't ask questions I got my hands full And those little men got you? Mike, I gotta tell you something They're not little men they are little women. You mean Louisa May Alcott down
7: there? No, not kind, not that kind of little women. Again, can't read it. to dark. <laughs> you remember those things we thought were girls? Mm hmm. They are not. They are girls.
3: Come on down, Mike. You're out of your mind. There's no women down there. I'll prove
7: it to you. Girls. Ask Mike to come down here.
1: Mike,
5: darling, come on down here. There's enough here for everybody.
3: (laughs) Ned, I could swear I heard a voice. I must be losing my marbles.
10: Forget about the marbles, Mike. Look what you're getting in exchange.
7: (laughs) See,
3: Mike, what did I tell you? Women! Women? You're not getting me down there. Those are men if I ever heard them. (laughs)
5: Thank you, darlings. And now I think our orchestra and chorus owe us a selection. Meredith, how about that scintillating arrangement of the standard pop favorite which has so successfully survived so many years? Why? If you please, darling.
1: The question before the house
11: is very serious. The question before the house is rather mysterious. Let's settle the question now.
1: Before it can weary us, now knew where when which one? Why is there a rainbow in my sky? How did it happen?
11: Well, just like that!
5: Fine, darling. As always, Meredith, a high spot on the big show. Well, we have a lot more show coming up, but before we go to Act Three, I think this would be as good a time as any uh, to ring my chimes.
11: Three chimes of silver.
5: This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.
0: This is The Big Show, Act Three. This portion brought to you by Dentine, the gum with breathtaking flavor, and Beeman's Pepsin, the gum that's great to chew and good for your digestion, too. By Chesterfield. Chesterfields are much milder with an extraordinarily good taste and no unpleasant aftertaste. And by Anacin for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, and neuralgia. And now, before Tallulah returns, here's something else of interest to you. For breathless moments, for your breathless moments.
8: Chew
5: Dentine, the gum with breathtaking
2: flavor. Dentine tastes so good. Dentine freshens your breath. Dentine helps keep your teeth sparkling clean and white.
5: Dentine, the gum with breath-taking flavor.
2: Before you go out and always after eating, drinking, smoking, refresh your breath with Dentine. You'll love Dentine chewing gum, for Dentine has a wonderful tingling, nippy flavor that lingers on and on. It's delicious. And remember, dentine helps keep your teeth white, too. Keep dentine handy. You'll enjoy refreshing your breath when you chew dentine. So for breathless moments, for your breathless moments...
5: Chew dentine. The gum with... Breathtaking flavor.
0: And here again is Tallulah Bankhead.
5: Well, darling, I simply must tell you about an evening I spent in my apartment last week. I had a visitor, a most delightful man. We had a drink or two. He had a drink, I had two. (laughs) When suddenly he said he was hungry. For food, of course. And I said, why, certainly, darling, I'll call my cook, Lillian. Oh, I forgot Lillian's not here. She and Sylvester have taken the evening off. It's the most scandalous thing. This is the third time this week they've gone out together. what? Oh yes, they're married. Isn't that scandalous? Oh, but don't worry, sweetie, I'm going to fix you something. Uh, What would you like to have me fix? Your car? Your car? (laughs) Why? Where do you want to go, darling? Oh, now, why go to a crowded restaurant when I have everything right here? We'll go right out to the kitchen. Come along, sweetie, I'll show you. I'll show you I know my way around the kitchen. No, 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 not in there, baby. Unless you want to shower before you eat. <laughs> well, now, let me see. Uh, what I told you, yes, I know my way around the kitchen. I just don't know my way to the kitchen. <laughs> no, 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 don't go in there. That's not the, oh, is it? <laughs> well, i cover you, darling. Oh, and well, here we are. are. Now, you see, we've got everything here. Uh, there's a whole side of beef hanging there. Doesn't look appetizing. Oh, what's the matter with it? Oh, I'm sorry, darling, it's my mint coat. (laughs) I told Lillian never to put fur coats in the refrigerator. Now, what'll you have? Shall we rave the refrigerator, darling? Uh, Here we are, now take your choice. Doesn't that look delicious? Oh, it is. The garbage disposal unit? Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I know there's a refrigerator around here somewhere. Where is that thing? Here, a boy, here, a girl. Darling, what is a refrigerator? Male or female? (laughs) Oh, here we are. Oh, see how easy it is? Look at all that stuff. Now, what would you like? Olives, cherries, baby onions, ice cubes? (laughs) Uh, What did you say? The Milk? How do you spell it? (laughs) Oh, milk, of course, darling. What kind would you like? Uh, homogenized, abundant. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: what? Go out together and eat? Oh, no, not when I have all this food in the house. Now, you'll settle for a cup of coffee. Oh, darling, that's such a cinch. Now, how do you like your coffee? Put, a salad? Uh, anywhere you like it, darling? Now, just a moment, uh, I don't see why you should call me that. Oh, drip coffee, excuse <laughs> me. Oh, no, we are not going out together and eat. I'll have the coffee on for you before you know it. We'll put some water on to boil. Of course, I know how to boil hot water. I've been in it often enough. <laughs> now, how do you take your coffee? Sugar and cream? Good. Then I'll put the sugar and cream right into the water. Saves a lot of time. <laughs> And now let me see the coffee. It's in one of these cans, I'm sure. Cocoa, no, that's not it. Tea, that can't be coffee. Good to the last drop. That couldn't possibly be coffee. (laughs) Oh, it is, really? Oh, I thought that came in bottles, thank you. (laughs) Well, well, let's put it in the water. There we are. Now we'll wait for it to boil. Shall we dance while we're waiting? Oh, I have a kitchen uh, radio in here. There we are. Oh, isn't that beautiful and divine? Oh, you are dancing dancer, darling, just to remind yes it is for me too. It's the very first time I ever danced to H.B. Kaltenborn. <laughs> I wonder if that coffee's ready yet. I what? Oh, well, if you want to be technical, I'll turn on the gas. <laughs> well, now let's dance again, shall we? Isn't that wonderful to dance to? Go out to eat? Of course not. I'm sure the coffee's ready now. Oh, what is the matter with the stove? Oh, light it, how clever of you! <laughs> well, I'll just strike this match and we'll, uh... <laughs> Oh, darling, looks like we're going out after all. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Well, it looks as if I lost another argument because I see right now, walking up to the microphone... Rosemary Clooney and Earl Wrightson to do that duet. Well, he made his choice, and personally, I'm just biding my time, which is as corny a way to get into a song as I could arrange it. So, Meredith, biding my time for Miss Clooney and Mr. Wrightson, if you please. (laughs)
11: Some fellas love to
8: tiptoe through the tulips. Some fellas go on singing in the rain.
11: Some fellas keep on painting skies with sunshine.
8: Some fellas must go swinging
1: down the lane.
11: But I'm biding my time, cause that's the kind of guy I'm. While other folks grow dizzy, I keep busy biding my time.
8: Next year, next year, something's bound to happen. This year, this year, I'll just keep on now
11: And by my time, cause that's the kind of guy I'm, there's no regretting. When I'm satin' by my time, give me, give me a glass that's full of tingle
8: Let me,
11: let
8: me dream my grip. Bided his time.
11: And like that, Winkle Guy, I'm chasing chasin Wayfly's yeah. Oh.
2: The mask is off. The mask is off in cigarette advertising. Chesterfield is first to name all of its ingredients, and here they are. The right combination of the world's best tobaccos, pre-tested by laboratory instruments for the most desirable smoking qualities. And Chesterfield keeps these tobaccos tasty and fresh, with tried and tested moistening agents. Pure natural sugars, chemically pure, harmless, far more costly glycerol. Nothing else. Only these are entirely safe for use in the mouth, as proved by over 40 years of continuous use in tobacco products. And remember this, Chesterfields are wrapped in pure white cigarette paper, the best that money can buy. Now, we name our ingredients because we think every smoker ought to know what makes Chesterfield the best possible smoke, what makes Chesterfield much milder, with an extraordinarily good taste and no unpleasant aftertaste. Visit your dealer and sound off for Chesterfield. Do it today.
5: Well, darlings, as you know, Victor Borger has been on our show many times.
1: Many times?
7: Two times. (laughs) Or twice, whichever is nearer.
5: Well, anyway, for his appearance this week, I've asked him to give us his classic routine on how to master the
7: English language.
5: Would you do that for me, darling?
7: I would like to very much. Oh, thank but first you. I should like to interrupt myself by telling you a little bit about my background, which I only touched on earlier in the show. Because I have a much bigger background than that. That's the way I'm built. Now, I uh, must tell you, in order for you to understand what I'm going to do, I have to explain to you a few facts. I have to go way back and speak about my great-grandfather, whom we traced back to Marie Antoinette. As a matter of fact, my great-grandmother traced him back there a couple of times (laughs) But he was partly responsible for the birth of my grandfather He thought And my grandfather (laughs) My grandfather was born in Denmark He was Danish after his mother And Swedish after a friend of his father's And he was (laughs) He was one of the greatest inventors of his time he invented the burglar alarm, which, unfortunately, was stolen from him before he could prove that he had invented <laughs> He was a PhD. Just a... <laughs> <laughs> so was his wife. i <laughs> uh, studied together for many years. He invented a very important thing. He was a chemist and invented a cure For which there was no disease in those
1: days
7: (laughs) (laughs) He also invented a little cigarette lighter One of these things, you press a button And an arrow comes up and points Towards somebody who has a match But that was no... (laughs) His greatest invention was the soft drink Which he called four up (laughs) Nobody liked that very well So he invented five up With the same result Then he went back to his laboratory And a few days later He gave the world six up Still nobody liked it So he died heartbroken A few days later But little did he know How close he came I was born and when that happened my parents were not very rich and I was born at home and when my mother saw me she was taken to the hospital
1: <laughs>
7: one day when I was four years old my father came home he, he hadn't been home for seven years he came home came home, and he found me in the living room in front of a roaring fire, which made him very angry because we didn't have a fireplace in the house. <laughs> and there I sat, and here my father stood, burning up, <laughs> and he pointed at me. You see, my father was left-handed, but I sat in the right That has nothing to do with, the, with, 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 with my family anyway. He said, Borger. He didn't know my first name. He said. <laughs> Walker, I'm ashamed of you He said, when I was your age, I was 17 (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I have to explain to you That in my father's family We had quite some trouble up here in the higher registers (laughs) Right under the hair And, uh, well, my father was all right But my two uncles, my male uncles Oh, this, I must tell you Pardon me for interrupting myself But I must tell you You might not be interested in this, but My uncle, let's see, one, two... Exactly two weeks ago tonight, we celebrated my uncle's 102nd birthday, which I think is a great achievement nowadays, an accomplishment, 102nd birthday. Unfortunately, he wasn't present (laughs) because he died when he was 29, but he... (laughs) He was the one who went crazy My grandmother used to say that the poor fellow went crazy because he never got the woman he loved. And that is just a lot of nonsense because his brother went crazy also and he got her. (laughs) Then at the age, at the age of 12 years old, I played my first concert in public. And I remember i had just finished the first number. I think it was Chopin's last movement. (laughs) From his, from his concerto in, uh, in, uh, in Copenhagen And I had just finished it And the audience rushed back into the concert hall Because they didn't want to miss the intermission And everybody was screaming, bravo, bravo, bravo Because bravo was a much better pianist than I was <laughs> Then when I was, well, whatever I was I came here about 12 years ago to the United States uh, well, I'm 42 and I'm not a bit ashamed of it because I was born 43 years ago and uh, <laughs> it was 12 years ago I arrived in the United States and unfortunately I couldn't speak a word of English which was a handicap because I found that most people over here do <laughs> occasionally I tried to learn it and I got along as time and a half went by
1: <laughs>
7: and I picked up a few words here and there mostly there because I hadn't been here yet <laughs> but I found That people who speak English sometimes do not understand each other too well. (laughs) Probably for the same reason. But anyway, I tried to improve the understanding between the individuals by inventing the phonetic punctuation, which means that while we talk, we will use punctuation marks by giving them sounds. And I will teach you the system. It is very easy to learn. A period sounds like this. (laughs) Here's a dash. An exclamation point is a vertical dash with a period underneath. Here's a comma. Quotation are two commas. Or if you happen to be left-handed, the question mark is a little difficult. Finally, we have the colon, the two little dots. You can put them either over each other or under each other, either way you wish. I think in the United States, you usually put them over each other. In Denmark, we reverse them and put them under each other. But that is just a small country.
1: (laughs) The colon sounds like this,
7: and that's all you have to learn. I'm going to read to you a short story so you can hear how this system sounds when it's being used. This book was written by Shakespeare. Johann Sebastian Shakespeare And I have <laughs> This is a pickpocket edition I have a short story Right here in the beginning Of the book Just a second please All I have to do is find it <coughs>
1: Now
7: here it is On page two In the open window There suddenly came light Beautiful Eleanor Sat alone dreaming of But one thing <laughs> Two years had passed since she met Sir Henry. She could still remember the unhappy evening when her father had thrown him out. They had been sitting in the park
1: and Henry had said
7: Darling! Darling! the first time you have loved. <laughs> <The> she your answer <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but it is so wonderful that I hope it will not be the last. <laughs> Getting a little messy here. Suddenly, she heard a well-known sound. (laughs) (laughs) It was he. In two strides, he was near her. Embraced, kissed, and caressed her. Henry. What is love? She asked. He answered, well? I couldn't live without Oh, it's been this wild?" And he answered, "With thee, my maiden." Turn the page. <laughs> Suddenly he was gone. All she heard, heard was the well-known sound of his departing horse.
0: If you would like to know a quick, easy way to ease the pain of a headache, neuritis, or neuralgia, then by all means try Anison. Your own dentist or physician may at one time or another have handed you an envelope containing Anison tablets. Then you already know how incredibly fast and effectively Anison brings relief. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, Anison contains not just one, but a combination of medically proven active ingredients. For your own sake, try Anison. Anison is sold to you on this guarantee. If the first few tablets do not give you all the relief you want as fast as you want it, you may return the unused portion and your money will be refunded. You can get Anison tablets at any drug counter. Anison comes in handy boxes of 12 and 30 tablets and economical family-sized bottles of 50 and 100.
5: Well, darlings... There was a great honor paid our show this week.
3: Uh, Tallulah, I think I'll run along.
5: Oh, Paul, going so soon. I was sort of planning that we could go out after the show and have dinner.
3: Oh, that sounds very nice, Tallulah. Who's my date? <laughs> well,
5: I thought I'd be.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, gee, I'm sorry, Tallulah, but I had a previous engagement I'm going to try and make. Uh, uh, some other time, maybe. Oh,
5: well, all right. Oh, by the way, Paul, I'm sorry you didn't win any of the Academy Awards this year but speaking of awards and now I'm really very serious Paul darling the big show was very proud this week to be honored with the coveted award given by the John Goodell Dinky Foundation for Public Service our gratitude to them thank you very much darlings (laughs) and oh yes Thanks again for this $1,000 check which comes with the award. Paul, look at this check. I got a $1,000. Well,
3: like I was saying, Tallulah, where'll we go for dinner tonight? <laughs> we? Well, yes, the three of us. You and I and the check.
5: Oh, wonderful, Paul, darling. You'll wait for me, won't you, while I spit up this check with the producers, the directors, the assistant directors... The writer, the conductors, the arrangers, the copyists, the engineers, the lighting technicians, the stage managers, the script girls, the orchestra, the chorus, and Paul! Now, where did he go,
4: fortune hunter?
5: Well, Tallulah, thanks for everything. Oh, you going, to Rosemary?
4: Uh, yes, Tallulah, I'm taking Rosemary out to dinner.
5: Oh, you're taking her I see, Earl, just because you two did a duet... I'd plan that maybe you and I, oh, well, I suppose you two eat in harmony. Good night, kids.
9: Well, Tallulah? Oh, are you leaving too, Baron? Yeah, Charlie and I are going out to dinner. Uh, we're going over to 42. Uh, you mean 21. <laughs> this place is twice as good. <laughs>
7: yeah. Good night, Tallulah.
9: Good night, Kim
5: Paul. Good night, Baron.
7: Uh, I'm going to say good night to Tallulah. Uh, by the way, may I say here that I think that you and Marlena Dietrich... Four of the most beautiful legs I have ever seen How do you know? I counted them
5: Victor, oh Victor, come back here What are you doing about uh, your dinner? Eat it This is uh, getting tougher all the time What's the matter? Aren't I attractive enough for you? Oh, of course,
7: Tedula You look wonderful How do you keep your figure?
5: Well, this is the only figure the government didn't take. Well, that's because that's the only figure you didn't pad. Oh, thank you, darling. It was very nice having you on the show. You were only here a few weeks ago. How did you happen to come back so soon? I bet on Taft in New Hampshire. Good night,
1: Tallulah.
10: Well, Tallulah, it's been such a pleasure being with you again. This show has been like home to me. Whenever I come back to your show, it's like visiting old folks at home.
1: (laughs)
5: Well, old folks, going out with somebody on the show to dinner?
10: Me? Go out with somebody on this show? Why, I climb over men like these to get to the men I go out with. You <laughs> know what I mean, Taluna?
5: Yeah, nobody asked me either. Taluna, let's you and I go out together.
10: Just the two of us. And after dinner, we'll go over to the Roseland. <laughs> there must be something going on there.
5: That's a date, darling. Sailors, beware. <laughs> well, that's our show for this week, my darling. Be with us next Sunday when our guests will be Fred Allen, Vivian Blaine, Judy Canova, Phil Foster, Portland Hoffer, Johnny Johnston, Jan Murray and others, and, of course, our very own Meredith Wilson and the Big Show Ocurs and Chorus. Until then, may the good Lord bless and keep you rather near or far away.
7: Victor. May you find... That long-awaited golden day Today Jack May your troubles all be small ones And your fortune ten times
9: ten Paul
3: May the good Lord bless and keep you Till we meet again Cliff May you walk with sunlight shining And a bluebird in every tree. Meredith? May there be a silver lining Back of every cloud you see.
10: Marlena? Fill your dreams with sweet tomorrows Never mind what might have been. Rosemary?
8: May the good Lord bless and keep you Till we meet again
11: May you long recall each rainbow, then you'll soon forget the rain. May the warm and tender memories be the ones that will remain.
1: Fill your dreams with sweet tomorrows, never mind what mine.
5: May the good Lord bless and keep you until we meet again.
1: May the good Lord bless and keep you till we meet, till we meet again.
5: And God speed to our armed forces everywhere. Good night, darlings.
0: This portion of the Big Show has been brought to you by Dentine, the gum with breathtaking flavor, and Demon's Pepsin, the gum that's great to chew and good for your digestion, too. By Chesterfield. Remember, Chesterfields are much milder with an extraordinarily good taste, and from the report of a well-known research organization, Chesterfields leave no unpleasant aftertaste. And by Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, and neuralgia. The first half hour of the Big Show is presented by the makers of Reynolds Aluminum, the Reynolds Metals Company, who also bring you the Kate Smith Evening Hour on the NBC television network. The big show is produced and directed by D. Engelbach and written by Goodman Ace, Selma Diamond, George Foster, Mort Green, and Frank Wilson. The chorus directed by Ray Charles. special musical arrangements by Sidney Fine. This is Ed Hurley he's saying goodnight.
1: <laughs> Enjoy
0: the Music with Bill Harris and Alice Faye. Next on NBC. <laughs>